Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey, gorgeous, it's Denise here for Chill and Prosper. And we, oh, actually, before I get started, this is just something that happened recently. So I'm going to say, hi, it's Denise Duffield Thomas here. And the reason why I'm saying this is because. Sometimes I'll do case studies and things in my books and stuff like that. And I have to say someone's name out loud and I go, oh, I wonder how to pronounce that. And so I'll go searching for them where they've said their own name and I'll look for their YouTube videos or a podcast or something like that. And so many people never say their own name in their own videos. And it's so funny. And so I just wanted to just share that with everybody I know, because if you do videos always introduce yourself, always say your name. Um, if you're interviewing people, always get them to say their name or say their name too, because someone might be searching for you and how to pronounce your name and they can't find it. All right. So don't be afraid to introduce yourself and say your name, Denise Duffield Thomas. Um, little tip for you. Okay. So today we are talking about some kind of juicy stuff like um, copycats, jealousy, the fear of being original. And this is super juicy, right? Because it really hits people at different stages of business. And it could be that you are in very early stages of business and you're terrified of these things happening. So one, that you might be terrified of putting your work out there because you're worried that people will think that you're unconsciously imitating other people. You're worried that you'll be seen as copying a mentor or you're trying to find your own original take on something but you can't figure out how to be different from other people it might have also discouraged you because you're like oh, oh so many people have spoken about this so I can't have my space so we'll talk about that um, I also want to talk about like uh, copycats and, and what happens because <laughs> that will happen you'll have people who will absolutely copycat you and don't be afraid of that. It's a rite of passage. So don't be afraid of not, you know, going, oh, I can't publish my book. I don't want to put my course out there because I'm worried that people will copy it or steal it. So we'll talk about that. And um, I want to talk about jealousy as well, because I do see these three things all kind of coming together. And it really is this feeling that there's only so many ideas in the world right? There's only so much pie. There's only so many customers. There's only so many opportunities. And we almost have to fight each other for them. So I do see like these things all coming together, fear of being original, fear of not being original, fear of copycats and, and feeling jealous of other people. It's all, all the same stuff. Okay. So let's talk about the first thing of like just this being original. Now, this is so tricky, right? Um, and I had a question that came in. It was like, um, you know, I have a friend who uh, is like a tarot reader. She takes photos of her card spreads. Um, but like she beat me to the punch and I feel really bad. I don't want to feel like I'm copying her. And here's the thing. There is every so many people do everything, everything. There's not like there is an original idea under the sun, right? So if you are a tarot reader and your friend's a tarot reader and she's doing a card of the day, you go, oh, I can't do a card of the day. You can just do it in your own 
own way. Don't use the same format as her. Like find a way to be, to put your spin on it. The other thing too is within that, we sometimes feel like things are done a certain way in certain industries, right? Why don't you find something that's really different and do that? And in some industries, it's really encouraged to be different. In some industries, you might feel like, oh no, I can't do it like this. You know, and we saw this often in um, like the, in the pandemic, right? Is that people who always did things a certain way, suddenly they had to do it online. And before then, like I'll give you an example from the uh, like naturopath industry, naturopathy, is that how you say it? Industry is that people who wanted to see clients online were totally shunned by the industry. They were like, no, you have to see people face to face. Who do you think you are? We're in it, you know, we're in industry, we see people face to face. And so there were people like, but what if I wanted to have a couple of clients online? No, shunned, shunned. Um, and so then everyone had to do it online, right? So you might have an example of that where you want to be a little bit original, but you're scared that someone's going to think that you're copying them or that it's just not the done thing in your industry. And this is true if, you're price, if you want to do different pricing too, right? You might be pricing differently to everyone else or just offering things in a different way. So it takes some guts and some courage sometimes to go against the grain of what other people think that you should do. Um, and that's totally fine, right? So how do you do that? How do you make sure that you're putting things out? Now, I, this has happened to me several times, right? I remember there was someone in my industry and we put out in the same week, we put out a blog post with the exact same topic, exactly the same. And it was um, how, to, how to spot money leaks in your business, right? So it's not super original, but like it's one of those things that you always need to do and you find your different ideas on it. And the reason why I know that neither of us copied each other, I think hers came out like the day before mine. But the thing is I had batched mine like months before. So it was just a total coincidence. I could, and she might have thought I copied her, but I'm like, I literally copied, I did it so long ago. So I know that I didn't copy you and you didn't copy me. Just total coincidence. So you have to just be okay with the fact that there, it isn't a situation where like there can be only one, right? And you have to kill the other person for supremacy in your industry. There's a lot of different opportunities for you to be able to put your own original spin on it. And some of that original spin is not even like the words that you use, it's who you are, right? So maybe no one has um, like been in your industry who looks like you, sounds like you, has a different perspective to you, okay? And here's an example on this, parenting. Parenting, oh my God, such a big topic, right? So you go, okay, I want to work in the area of parenting. I want to help parents deal with their kids. Okay, so which area? Babies, toddlers, like you know, teens, whatever, where do you want to, where do you want to specialize? And even that there are nuances within nuances, right? So if you think, okay, all right, I want to help um, parents with babies. Okay. So what's a, what's a, what's a spin that only you could really speak to? Like maybe you have ADHD like me. And so you go, okay, I'm going to be specific to like ADHD parents with young, young kids. It could be that that's how you differentiate yourself is finding an area that no one has really spoken about and that someone like people are left out of the conversation. That's how you can be original. Um, you can be original by sharing your own stories that nobody else can copy. People can't copy your stories and who you are. Um, and also to think on the flip side, you could be saying something almost identical to someone else, but customers will hear it in different ways. They'll hear it differently. 
And so sometimes something that someone else says will not go in their brain. But sometimes when you say it, for some reason, it will go in their brain and it will help them. So again, that's not saying copy people, but it's just saying there's nothing really that original under the sun. So just because someone's sharing a similar topic to you doesn't mean that you can't put your own spin on it. That being said, though, I don't. Personally, I don't read books, read blog posts, listen to podcasts of people in my industry because I don't want to be unconsciously influenced and use their words um, because I think that's just how my brain works and I don't want to I don't want to unconsciously do it and I also don't want to compare myself and get imposter syndrome <laughs> so I, I personally do not watch their stuff read their stuff whatever and I know and I also know that there are there's room for lots of different personalities and lots of different takes on things okay but personally I don't read it so if you are worried about unconsciously copying people then don't put put your blinkers on and don't do it okay so hopefully that helps let's talk about copycats now now it is just a rite of passage at some point somebody will copycat your work sometimes they will do it maliciously and like those dodgy sites that literally just download your whole course or they pretend to do it and they charge people, you know, like 50 bucks for your course that you're charging $1,000 for. Like that is just a rite of passage. Mine are all over the place. It is what it is, right? But actually what will happen too is that you'll have um, friends, people in business with you, um, like students, you will have those people, they will copy your work too. They just will. If it hasn't happened already, it will happen and it will feel like shit. Like it it will not feel nice. It really won't. But don't let the fear of that stop you from putting out your next thing and stop you from like getting out there and helping people because sometimes they're unconsciously doing it. And they don't realize. And I, I, I see this all the time. I see this with some of my business friends and people who have done my courses. They're unconsciously co-opting my language. And I've probably done it to my mentors too, right? Unconsciously, you know, just presenting concepts, sh- sharing concepts. It's not plagiarism, but it's just kind of this thing of, you know, they just kind of start to co-opt, co-opt it a little bit. Because some people are just like that. They're spongy. They just, they're a seeker of information and they just go, thank you. I'll take that up. It's not necessarily malicious. But you will have people who will literally just copy and paste your stuff. And they don't necessarily think they're doing something wrong, but it is kind of, it is dodgy. It is just going to happen. Okay. It's not fair. It's not fun. um, But it can't be something that derails you. It's just a rite of passage. So I want you to think if there's someone that's doing this to you at the moment and they're just like, you know, copying your stuff, it's totally okay to block them to stop following them and just not to see it. I'll talk about legal stuff in a sec to as much as I can. Obviously, I'm not a lawyer, but it's totally okay just to go, you know what? Cool. If it's not like, you know, going into legal territory, you just go, cool, I'm not going to follow you. I'm not going to um, promote you and just let, let them go. Because I find that those people, you're not the only person they're doing it to. They're co-opting from everywhere. They don't have original thought. And often they run out of steam. They do. And it doesn't feel good. As I said, it doesn't feel fair. But you cannot let it stop you. And when that happens to me, I just go, you know what? I've got so many ideas. I'm just always going to be ahead of the curve. They're always going to be following me. (laughs) They're always just going to be like taking up my crumbs of like, cool, 
you can share that. I've moved on. I found a new nuance to that now. Try and keep up with me. And I actually found that too with, with things like my money boot camp. A lot of people teaching money mindset, fine. I don't begrudge anybody. Some people are sharing my stuff. Cool. Okay. Right. But I'm just like, I've, ne- I've not seen a lot of those people being able to do it for as long as I can do it and find those extra nuances. And that's what will happen with you as well. You don't have to stress because you'll always be ahead of them. Okay, let's take a little break. I'll let, we're going to talk about jealousy and then I'm going to talk about um, what I do to some of the dodgy copycats. It's not legal advice, but it, it really does work a treat. All right, speak to you in a sec. Hey, everybody. This is Rachel Faith from Bellingen, Australia. I am a homeschool mum and I'm a homeschool teacher and my new business venture is about creating a model for homeschool teachers to replicate but the confidence to do that has come from reading Denise's books Get Rich Lucky Bitch and Chillpreneur and being part of her money boot camp has been amazing and Sacred Money Archetypes has helped me not only understand myself better but also clients and other potential clients and how to tailor make um, my introductions for them. It's all been really wonderful. My confidence has improved and I can see how important it has been for me to work on my money sabotage uh, and to rewrite my money story. That's what's been profound for me, to not just be on repeat from my family story, uh, generations of poverty, hardship, victim mentality crap that I can say goodbye to. Love your work, Denise, and I love the Money Boot Camp community as well. So thank you, everybody. Okay, so just a real quick thing on jealousy before we go on to scammers and copycats. So if you are feeling jealous of somebody else, I just want to let you know, like, this is so, so normal. Um, you know, it's natural to see other people succeed and just think, oh, I wish I could have that for myself. And so as I said, I feel like it's very similar energy to this fear of being copycatted, fear of being original, fear of having to be the best, because we just think that there's a limited supply of success that we want for ourselves, right? So we think, oh my God, if they have it, then I have to miss out. And that is not true. It's absolutely not true. It just means that they've got something that you want for yourself and you can take it from a message from the universe. Like when you, honestly, when you see something manifest for someone, I want you to go, wow, okay, cool. Good things are happening to me as well. And thank you universe for bringing this into my awareness that's even possible. I hear you. It's so cool to see that as proof that it's available for you as well, if you're ready to claim it for yourself. Otherwise, sometimes it manifests through somebody else to remind you. So I still get jealous. I still get jealous all the time. I'm just like, oh, I can't believe she got that. And I remember it was like, you know, book deals or speaking gigs or, um, I don't know, trips away or, I don't know, just all of those things. I still obviously get jealous. But I remember in my um, 20s when I was trying to find a business idea for myself and I really wanted to be an entrepreneur and I remember two of my friends were made redundant and got these massive big financial payouts and I was like but universe I'm the one who wants to like start my own business and do all these things why did I have to go through them because they were happy in their jobs I'm like why and it's like when you're a little kid and 
I don't know, your sibling gets a present that you really wanted. And I was like, not happy for them at all. I was sick with it. I was like, that sucks. That means that they got my opportunities, right? And so I remember just going, oh, good things are happening to me as well. Good things are happening to me. And they did. They did start happening to me. So jealousy is normal, all of those things, right? But there is more than enough for everybody. So don't stress if someone else has got an opportunity you want or they're doing a topic that you want. There's space for everybody. There's space for you as well and good things happening to you as well. So if you needed that reminder. Now, let me talk about what I do with scammers because as I said, it happens to me a lot. And um, I'll tell you what I do with the scammy scammers first. So one of those horrible sites that has, um, they just copycat your program. They, like sometimes I just ignore it. I'm just like, oh, they're just cockroaches. They'll pop up again. Not the people. I don't want to dehumanize them, but I'm just like, as soon as you start looking, you'll see it everywhere. And I just go, oh, God. Um, so one thing I did, I set up Google alerts for my program name and things like that. Also, when I do social media content, I often have my own um, handle in the caption. So, for example, on Instagram, I'll say, um, hey, just go to my bio at Denise DT for the link. Because then if scammers copy it, they usually copy and paste and then they tag me in it. And um, same with if you set up a Google alert on your name. Um, that's usually how I find out if someone's scammed or impersonated me or stolen my stuff. Um, then what I do is I take screenshots of everything because I find that when you confront scammers, they deny it. They're like, no, you're, you're wrong. Um, screenshot it, but also copy and paste the text because I had someone one time, she just she just changed a couple of words here and there. And I was like, no, 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 you totally just used it. But And you can put um, text side by side in like a plagiarism checker to see how similar it is. Um, and so just gather your evidence, right? But the other thing you can do is you can go to the Wayback Machine, um, which if you just go to archive.org slash web, the Wayback Machine is so cool because it has um, like, you know, even websites that have been deleted or archived, it still has a record of it, but you can sometimes go and just say to the Wayback Machine, just like copy this page. It's really, really fun to do that because then they're like, no, 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 you're imagining it. And you're like, no, bitch, it's here. Um, okay, so here's what I do, which is really fun for the scammers. Now, I send a cease and desist letter. Again, this is not legal advice. Um, and they're all different in every state. So there's like literally very little jurisdiction for this, right? But I'll, I just copied and pasted one, but it's basically telling them, I see you, like I've seen what you've done, right? And then I'll include URLs, I'll include screenshots, but here's the kicker of what I do. I CC everyone that I can find. And so this is where I go like full, like, I'm going to tell on you, <laughs> like Karen. So I hunt around their site and I find their tech suppliers, their customer service support, where all those things. There's a couple of ways you can do it. Um, you can right-click on any website to view its source code and you just right-click and choose inspect. And then you can just you can just find out. And you know when sometimes this page is loading and you see in the bottom left-hand corner, you see like little things that come up, it will tell you. Um, so I will CC like their course provider, the domain name person who hosts their website, if they're using a customer service chat 
like Help Scout or Zendex, Zendex, anything like that, Desk, or like if they're using PayPal, I'll report them to PayPal. Um, And so sometimes what I'll do is I'll look on those companies' websites and I'll find their terms and conditions because their terms and conditions will be like, you know, you can't do anything dodgy and you can't plagiarize people, whatever. So I'll just CC all of them, like, you know, info at whatever. And I just, it's something there because I think when I used to, I'd just be emailing them and go, hey, um, you stole my stuff. They'd go, no, I didn't. Or they'd just be like, so, like, back off. But if I'm, like, telling on them, honestly, things get taken down so, so quickly. Um, sometimes you can't find all of the the software. And, like, don't worry if you're not super techie. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes to some screenshots and stuff. But, honestly, it's just, like, CC everybody. If you know their grandma, CC their grandma. Because it's just something about, like, public shame of just going, you know what? You I've see I see you and I see what you're doing and it's not okay to do this. Um so as I said, most of the time I ignore some of those dodgy ones, but it's just like, I don't know, it just feels empowering just to go, dude, don't do this. Don't. I can see I can see you. Um where it's really hard though is when it's somebody you know, when it's a student. And actually what's going to happen for that? It's always the same thing. They'll respond and say, "Oh, it was my assistant. I didn't even know." Or two, um, I was in hospital. I've got cancer. Like they'll literally just come up with something to be like, no. Um, or they'll say no. And actually what happened to me, this this lady totally just ripped off my money boot camp. She bought it. She refunded on the same day. Back in the day where you could just download the whole thing. Now I drip feed it. And then she created her own money <laughs> boot camp. She'd been on my newsletter list for like six years. I'd never been on her newsletter list. And I said to her, hey, just to let you know, like, you've totally just, like, scammed my whole thing. And she was like, nope, you did. <laughs> you scammed me. And because I'm, like, I'm pretty honest to a fault, right? But there was a point where I was like, did I? Did I Did I steal from her? Did I copy from her? Even though I had known I'd never bought anything from her. I'd never been on a newsletter list. She was on my newsletter list and she had bought my course from me. I'm like, but but it was still me going, Maybe I did. Um, so that being said, right, don't be afraid to put your stuff out there. If people want to steal your programs, they will. They'll find a way to do it. Um, you will get people who will ask for a refund and then they'll steal from you. I'm like, God, if you're going to steal from me, at least pay me the money for it. Don't ask for a refund, you asshole. Um, it will just happen. And I don't want you to feel bad about it. And I don't want you to feel scared about it. Really, it's just going to happen. And you know what? There are always more customers out there for you. And I actually even had someone do this recently. Um, she it just she got a bit nasty and she was actually saying to people, she was like, I don't care. Denise kept me out of a group, so I'm stealing all her stuff. Like she was just telling people about it. And I just ignored her. I just thought, you know what? If you're so out of integrity that you are not only stealing from me, but you're admitting to it, I'm like, dude, that's just such bad karma. I'm like... And like, think about the people that who are buying from you, knowing that you just stole this from somebody. I'm just like, you're going to piss everyone off at some point. So just live with it yourself. Now, remember, this is not legal advice. If you're a lawyer listening to, to me and you're like, no, Denise, you really should be chasing those trademarks. I'm just saying this is my philosophy. I'm just like, dude, if you want to be that, that kind of person, go for it. And sometimes there will be situations where you're like, no, I have to, I have to go lawyer up on this person because it's just too... It's too yuck. But please don't take it personally. It's not a big deal. It will happen. It's a rite of passage. You'll be fine. 
But one last thing I want to say is don't steal other people's work. You know, as I said, blinker yourself if you feel like you can unconsciously copy people. Always make sure that you are attributing things. You know, I'll see people, they'll share a quote of mine and they won't put my name on the image, but they'll put it in the caption. And I'm like, but people are going to be screenshotting that, sharing that. Like, that's not cool. You know, attribute people. And, you know, I'm, I've probably done it myself, but like I'll correct people sometimes. And I'll go, no, no, no. Like, for example, sacred money archetypes. People go, oh, I love this program you created. I go, no, it's not my program. I'm certified in it. It's Kendall Summerhawks. Um, you know, like other things I'll go, no, no, that's that person. So just try not to do that. Attribute other people. But also don't share login details from courses that you've paid for. You know, don't buy a pirated copy of anything. I'm sure you don't. I'm sure you don't. But, you know, these sites aren't harmless. It's it's hurting someone's creativity. Um, it really is, you know. And so maybe you want to tighten up your terms and conditions on your stuff too. Like me, I started just drip feeding things out. But, you know, and so that's why too, if you've bought a course and you go, oh, I can't believe they're drip feeding, that's probably why. They've probably been copied so many times and they're just trying to protect their content. So please don't be angry about that. But keep going. Keep going. Don't be afraid that you have to be 100% original, as in if someone else has done that topic, you can't do it. Just put your own stuff on it. Be a contributor to that conversation. You don't have to be the best. You don't have to be the only. Be a contributor. Don't hold yourself back by putting things out, worrying that people will copy it. They will. It's totally fine. Don't worry about jealousy because that's just another side of the coin, feeling like there's only so much for everybody and yeah don't don't scam other people which I'm sure you don't I'm sure you don't um all right my lovely so I have one last thing to share with you after the break my final thought but I will see you in a second bye hi Denise my name is Kelly otherwise known as skin queen and I am listening to Chill and Prosper for the third time in a row. I know, so crazy, three times in a row. So I have listened to Chillpreneur twice and now I'm listening to Chill and Prosper for the third time because every time I listen to it, I find new little golden nuggets of inspiration and motivation and it really helps to kick me up the butt and just realign and refocus on the things that matter in my business. So thank you so much. Hi everyone, my name is Sarah, but most of my clients know me as Zelda Barons, and I'm a psychic in North Carolina. I've read every single one of Denise's books, but Chillpreneur really hit home for me because I was recovering from mold toxicity when my business really took off. I love that Denise is so different from those dudes who tell you you can only be successful if you get up at 5 a.m. or be a cookie cutter of everybody else. You have to read this book if you want to keep your life while you have a business. Okay, welcome back to my final thought. And you've heard me talk this, I'm sure, about being a contributor, not a guru. But I just want to remind you, remember, there's only one Oprah, but there's only one you as well. So you don't have to be the expert of the experts. You don't have to kill everyone else in your industry. There's no, like, you know, it's not survivor. There's not only one winner. There's so many ways that you can contribute in your industry by being yourself. And once you decide to be a contributor, not a guru, you have to you take that pedestal away and you just tell your truth and you just come at it with a, an open heart. You know, um, what do they say in Friday Night Lies? You know, it's, uh, oh, I can't even remember now. Full heart, can't lose. 
But it's like just come at everything with just a full heart here to help people and share. You don't have to be the best. You don't. You are enough. You are enough. So go forth and do that. Don't be scared. All right. I'll see you next week on Chill and Prosper. Bye. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.